Okay, now, Group B, England, Iran, the good old U.S. of A., and Wales, which for some reason I didn't even think of as a country. So, Yeah, it's really not. <laughs> uh, they... Yeah, that's interesting. So the UK, um, obviously, United Kingdom, England, Wales, Scotland, Northern Ireland, they're all one nation, really. But with soccer, the rivalries are so deep and they hate each other so bad, they refuse to be one nation together. In the Olympics, pretty sure they're, or they're Great Britain in the Olympics, which is another thing. That's not even the UK either. But, but yeah, in soccer, if they all come together, they would probably be a little better, but not doing it. Which I wouldn't, I wouldn't want us to combine with Clemson to make the South Carolina team. I'd rather just keep a losing. Thousand percent. <laughs> so the favorite to win this group, and the fourth favorite to win the whole thing at eight to one, is England. So <clears throat> England is absolutely loaded at every position. No matter what spot you look at, there's a superstar play in there, basically. They've got a lot of good, young, attacking players that are fun to watch, exciting guys. And they still play good defense, too. Uh, so in the Euros, the most recent international tournament I mentioned earlier, England made it to the finals of the Euros. And they got there on the back of their defense. Even with all the attacking superstars they have, it was their defense that carried them. They didn't – for like the first, I don't know, five or six games or something that tournament, they didn't surrender a goal. So defense, very solid, solid at every position. Here's the thing with England, though. They always, always choke on the big stage. They haven't won a World Cup since the 50s. Um, they didn't win this Euros, I mentioned. They made it to the final, and it was in England. They got to host the final, and Italy, who didn't even make this World Cup, beat them in the final. So they seem to always choke. Um, so they're going to make it out of this group, but – they're going to fall apart somewhere along the way here. Um, the best player to watch here for uh, England is going to be Harry Kane. He, if you look at him, he's very goofy He uh, in his face and his body running around the field. He just looks goofy, but he he's legit. As much as I hate to admit it, he is, he's very good. Um, he's, a classic striker in the sense he's big and tall can go up and win the ball with his head. He can shoot. He can, he's opportunistic near the goal with, you know, pouncing on loose balls, putting them in the net, but he doesn't get enough credit. He's a complete soccer player too. Despite how goofy he looks, he can drop back in the midfield, receive a pass, make a great pass. He, he's just, he's, he's excellent. And uh, as many games as England's here, he's probably going to score a goal. He's like, I will be shocked if he goes a game without scoring a goal. I mean, he's, he's that good. So that's the guy to watch there. So next we're going to talk about the United States. So we'll go into a lot more depth later. Um, but the quick rundown here, this is the most talented United States team ever. And it's not even close. So if you want to tune in and pull for your country, this is the year to do it. Um, best player, Christian Pulisic. Um, even if you're not a soccer fan, you've probably heard of him. Uh, he plays at Chelsea. Doesn't get to play a lot because they hate Americans, but an extremely good player, a winger, very fast, great dribbler, can score, just fantastic all-around player. The best player probably we've had in our entire history. 
Tyler Adams is the other guy to look out for. He's extremely fun to watch covers a ton of ground. Um, he'll, he'll probably run about seven miles every game just to give you some reference on how much he runs, how much ground he covers. Yeah. He's a, he's a midfielder defensive midfielder. He, you know, tries to intercept passes and then make a good pass up the field. Uh, so yeah, he's, he's going all over the place to do that job. The problem with the U S despite everything I just said, we are playing like shit right now. Um, I don't like the coach Greg Berhalter. Um, he always just makes very questionable lineups, very questionable tactical things. Uh, the team, yeah, the team, despite all this talent, is just not playing good. Our last two friendlies to prepare for the World Cup, we lost 2-0 to Japan, who we'll get to in a little bit. They're not that great. And we lost 0-0 to Saudi Arabia, who are, <laughs> we drew 0-0 as a loss. Really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so – yeah, the form is not good. We don't look very good when we play, but the talent is just busting at the seams on this team. This is like the the top school heading into March Madness, but they they look shitty. Yep, yep. And the mid-major with like much less players, just crisp passes, firing all wow. over the place, hitting threes, yeah. So, and I want to go back to England real quick. So yeah. Harry Kane, goofy the famous England guy who I think of not goofy David Beckham who's better Beckham or Kane I'm gonna say Harry Kane uh I mean Beckham was a, a midfielder and he scored a lot of goals and he scored just beauties you know because every usually a midfielder when they shoot they're from further out so it's just it's insanely impressive goals he's scoring but I don't know. Uh, you compare a striker who scores every game to a midfielder who'll score every what third or fourth game. I mean, Harry Kane to me is just a more valuable player. Like just looking at who's better at their position, maybe it's more even. But like, I really, I really think Harry Kane's that good. So is that like like the difference between strikers and midfielders? Is that like the difference between like Shaq's game and Kobe's game in terms of aesthetics? Yeah, I mean. I, yeah. I would say it's the difference between like a point guard, like a Jason Kidd point guard versus like a, a, a Kobe who scores all the time. You know, you're, okay. you're always going to be looked at more and looked at as more valuable to your team when you're putting up 30 points a game, you know, and the, the midfielders for the most part, like we'll, we're going to get to some guys later that are what are called attacking midfielders. They kind of, do both a little bit and uh they'll score goals but the tyler adams the midfielders like that they really stick to the midfield and they're extremely valuable but you know they're not putting the ball in the back of the net and that's the name of the game is this we've talked about england in the u.s i want to talk about world cup songs uh, yeah <laughs> so this is a, a bit of world cup trivia also every i don't know if every nation does it but a lot of nations some singer from that country will make a world cup song. It's like the anthem, uh, England. They have the air quotes, best one of all time. So if you've ever heard the saying with England, football's coming home. Uh, they, every time they start to do good in a tournament, it's almost tongue in cheek at this point. Cause even the fans know they're going to blow it. But anytime they start doing good, they start football's coming home, football's coming home. And what that's a reference to is, 
soccer was created in England, like, you know, in the 1800s or whenever the hell it was made. So that it is their game. And the World Cup song, when they, uh, I guess when they hosted the World Cup of, I was thinking it's in the 80s sometime, their song was Coming Home or Football's Coming Home. And it was just a horrible pop song that was just cringeworthy. But they're they're referencing both of those things, you know, when they say football's coming home. So this year, I don't think it's their official World Cup song, but Pete and Baz, the hardest rappers on the other side of the Atlantic. Uh, no offense to 21 had, Savage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have come out with the uh, in the den with the lines. I haven't even found the full song yet. They've just posted clips of it on Twitter. They're probably unveiling it like the first game or something, but it's good as shit. And we don't have a song. And I was, you know, I was trying to talk to you the other day, like who, who of our rappers should make the World Cup song for the U.S.? So that's a great question. I do want to point out too, Pete and Baz were alive for the last World Cup title for England. Wow. Weren't they like no they shit. had to be right? Because they're they're like <laughs> so you said I mean, was, yeah, I guess so they would have been after yeah, yeah. and they're old. That's the <laughs> that's the novelty if you're not familiar. They're two old white Englishmen yeah, who do are who are drill rappers. <laughs> yeah. And they're they're really good, but they were alive. So we don't have anyone like that, I don't think. No. Um, but I think I told you for us, I would have picked Migos, obviously. Unfortunately, yeah. that would take off, rest in peace. Um, but no, it was, we could also have used the Welcome to Atlanta remix. I thought of that as well. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, my pick is, I would like to see Pusha T and Meek Mill get on one together. Um, cause I think in, not that we have to impress England or anything, but they seem to think our best rappers are those type of rapper, the, you know, the drug rap and all that stuff, because when you, they're just cop, they're just attempting to copy us on everything they do. Um, so I think that'd be a good way to throw it in our face. Like the, these guys are even better than Pete and Baz and, and like the Eagle, like Meek Mill's a good, like sports fire you up rapper. Like the, the Eagles, every time they win a game, they're blasting whatever what's his main dreams, song? dreams and nightmares yeah. yeah and you know push is just uh he's to me the quintessential american rapper of the rappers that are like currently you know going and you'd, you'd probably get like some lines about drake in there too that <laughs> yeah. would be good <laughs> yeah oh god pusher would fucking zip up harry kane dude <laughs> So I think uh, I don't know how to make that happen, but yeah. next next time next time we bribe, we'll FIFA. be fucking hosting it next. That's time. right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, Atlanta. Oh my god, I cannot wait, dude. That probably give shit how many kids I got by that time. I don't care what my money situation <laughs> is. I'm going to like every game, dude. Yeah, it's funny. You are working on your own starting eleven. I like that. <laughs> um, that that would probably end up being ludicrous, though, or. If Atlanta is involved, our future. I mean, we're getting a game. We're getting games, like you know. Yeah. Uh, so it, I don't know. So, but we'll work on the Meek Mill push a T thing. Um, all right, who's next? All right, Wales is next. This is who the U.S. is going to play out of the gate Monday. All right. So, like us, they're playing like shit right now. Um, Good. 
they last the, I've mentioned the Euro several times. I'm going to mention it many more times. That being the most recent major tournament to ju uh, judge these teams by. They made it out of the group stage of the Euros, which for them is good. But then Denmark beat them 4-0. Um, this year, they've lost like every game they've played. Uh, the only game they've won this year was against Ukraine. And that was to qualify for the World Cup. So that, you know, the game that they needed to slide in to barely make it into the field here, that's the only game they've won yeah. this year. So you look at their squad it's all just journeyman average dudes that play in the premier league, which is good. You know, they're, they're battle tested, you know, they play in the best league in the world, but they're all just no names except for one guy. And his name is Gareth Bale. And there was a time where behind Messi and Ronaldo, he was probably the best player in the world. He is of just a freak athletically. I mean, you wouldn't think a, a white dude from Wales would be the freak athletically that he was, but he one of the, maybe the fastest player on the planet, bulky, strong, can't push him off the ball. Um, great. He's very left footed, but he would score with that left foot consistently. So Wales being who they are, haven't qualified for a, haven't got to play in a world cup since 1958. This is Gareth Bale's first and likely only appearance in a world cup. So he's, he's old now he's 33. He plays in the MLS. He's been hurt all year. He, uh, you know, he's definitely on the back end of his career, but he's going to go out on his shield for this. He's been waiting his whole life for this. He's going to be extremely, extremely dangerous. And I will mention his MLS team did win MLS cup the other week. And they were down very late. He scored the goal to tie it to send it to extra time. So he's still popping up in the big moments. And yeah, I'm I'm terrified of him basically. Because I know he's gonna be laying it on the line. Is he goofier looking than Harry Kane? No. Oh no, not more. Not close? Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> he's a little goofy looking, but ain't nothing like that. <laughs> I mean, he it, like He's just such a good athlete, and you just see it when he runs. I mean, he could he could have probably been a receiver or something in the NFL. Like he, I mean, he's just a incredibly gifted athlete. So, last team is Iran. Um, most of their players play in Iran, not in the big league, so we don't know any of their players. They've got one guy, however, uh, Mehdi Tarami. Who's the a striker for Porto? That's the the best team in the Portuguese league, and he's scoring a ton of goals. So Portugal ain't the best, you know. It's not up there with England, but it's it's right there a tier below. It's a very good league, and he's scoring at will in that league. So he is very very scary. That's Medi Tarami. Um, and look, there, Iran is such an interesting country. Like you know, now with all the protests that are going on over there. Uh, the team obviously knows about that. From what I've read, they're they're going to play very hard just to try to give the home fans a distraction from everything that's going on over there. Um, and they, you may not think of Iran as like a big soccer nation, but they love it. They, that's the most popular sport over there. They have a huge fan base, and they're going to have a lot of people physically there in person in Qatar because mm. it's a you know a short trip for them. So. They're definitely the weakest team in this group talent-wise, but they are going to be they're going to be tough. They're going to be playing hard. They always play hard. They're going to be 
playing especially hard now. So they're scary too. Who do you have advancing? So I'm going England, USA. Um, England's too good not to pick, and I'm just not picking against the U.S. So, <laughs> so you got England coming in at the B1 spot? Yes, England B1, U.S. B2. It's like bingo. Bingo. <laughs>